Hallelujah. We thank God for you this morning and thank God for the privilege of assembling in his presence. We pray that God will let us hear his voice and establish his word in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. This morning, I strongly believe that God would have me to share this important matter with you. The reason is because God never wants us to be blind at all towards him. As men work very hard and to make wealth or riches in this natural life, it is also the desire of God that each one of us would also be rich towards him. Praise the Lord. Because um, maybe a lot of us don't know that after here, there is another life. And what we do in this life has so much to do with the life to come. And so it's proper that there will be a balance to be able to also work towards that life which is yet to come. God has always not been very pleased when people are ignorant about the life to come and their preparation towards that. Hallelujah. And so this morning I strongly believe that God has come in our way to bring this understanding and clarity to us. Lord, bless your word. And let it not fall to the ground. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. And so I'm going to be sharing with us on how can I be rich towards God? How can I be rich towards God? In Luke chapter 12, verse number 13, we notice something that happened. The Bible says that then one from the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to him, Man, who made me a judge or an arbitrator over you? He said to them, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? since I have no room to store my crops. So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my bands and build greater. And there I will store all my crops 
and my goose. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have many good goods laid up for many years. Take your ease. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God, but God said to him, Fool, this night your soul will be required of you, then whose will those things be which you have provided? Verse 21 says, So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. Amen. This scripture tells me that it is important that you as a child of God will learn and be very deliberate to make spiritual wealth or to be rich towards God. Hallelujah. So the title of my message is as simple as how can I be rich towards God? One area many saints of God have not paid attention to Many children of God in our day, one area that it has not even crossed our minds is that there is such thing as spiritual riches. Praise the Lord. And like I said, as much as God may open doors for you to be doing well in this life, may I say to you, May you also do well spiritually. Amen. Now, in the verse that we read in the verse 13, it's very interesting. Then one from the crowd. Now, I just thank God for Jesus who always, always, and I pray that that will be our order of life. Any circumstance that Jesus met in his lifetime, he was able, or let me say, Jesus used every situation to really reach out to the heart of man. Hallelujah. There was no situation that Jesus left aloof. If you look at this carefully, then one said from the crowd to him, Teacher, my brother, listen, the two brothers, one of them, the, the two brothers, Cecilia and Junior, their father has died and has left so much weight, but the other one had decided, which we all face in life, had decided to just be in control of everything and just will not even mind the other brother. But the younger one who thought that he was being cheated, thought that Jesus had always been the champion of life. And so when Jesus came their way, he thought that the best person to solve that problem for them was Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And let me tell you, it's so interesting to me, when I saw the way Jesus went about it, I'm here to announce to you that when you walk with God, plead that God will give you wisdom. So that it's not everything that you will entangle yourself with. 
Because you see the answer that was given. Jesus, when his, that man has said that to him, in the next verse, the Bible says that, but Jesus said to him, hallelujah. Can I hear you say, but Jesus said to him. The Bible said, Jesus said to him, man, who made me a judge and arbitrator over you? For me, it is a very important subject. One of the things I have decided to add to my prayer list and I'm seeking God for is that God may give me wisdom as I walk in this life. Praise the Lord. There are things that I want you to know as a child of God, they are not important. If Jesus could react to these two brothers in this manner, when he said, who do you think that I came from heaven to come and sit on this your palaver? No way. And sometimes we get involved with a lot of things that are unprofitable for our walk with the Lord and our growth. Hallelujah. And when Jesus, I said hallelujah, they mind me. When Jesus has made the statement, then in the verse number 15, very interesting to me. And he said to them all, of course all, take heed, beware of covetousness. One's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Jesus now came down and said, let me explain to you. Your life, which unfortunately many believers have not come to that understanding. What we possess and what we have does not make us. So we cannot glory in those things. Hallelujah. So when he said your life does not consist in the abundance of things that people can see with their eyes. Then number 16 which is very interesting to me that I would like every one of you to read that scripture for me, please. One, two. Now, hold it for a second. The interesting thing about this verse, and I love very much, is as a result of the interaction that was going on between that brother and Jesus concerning his brother, it provoked Jesus now to show us how we ought to walk in life. That's why he used the word, then, praise the Lord. Then he spoke a parable to them saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. The next one, Anna. And he taught within himself saying, What shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? Hallelujah. Odovishas, is it okay? You know, I'm not one person who likes to be tied down. I like to be free small. Hallelujah. You can still focus because some people are at home, eh? I greet you all who are at home. The Bible said, He said, I will do this. It was a matter to me. May I say, what are some of the things that you are saying within yourself when it comes to God? Praise the Lord. The man said, this is what I would do. My, my crops, my farms. 
has yielded so much. When he slept at night and put his hand on his forehead, he got up and said, you know, this is what I will do for my future. So many of us are doing well, which is okay. You are planning for your lives, which is all right. You are doing very well, working very hard. If the Lord give you a longer period on the earth, that you will not be begging anybody. It's okay. But there is a matter. The Bible says that I will do this. I will pull down my banks, my warehouses. I will pull them down and I will build greater ones. And there I will store my crops and my goods, which is also not a problem. It's okay. He's a wise man. Praise the Lord. But we go further. This is where I have a problem. The Bible said, And I will say to my soul, So, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease. Eat, drink, and be merry. While ye juma, while bre, Diwansanwe jumanuhu Tikachile ukrase Jiwahome Na enjoy life He said all this within them May I say to you You have said a lot of things within you That nobody knows But God has said it That's no problem But for me This one is not even a problem as we go further, the Bible says in the verse number, the next verse, would you like to read that for me quickly, please? One, two. I want to say to you, a child of God with all humility, rise up and be wise. Praise the Lord. God now speaks to the man and says, you are a fool. Now for me, the reason why I think God said to him he is a fool was because he was only mindful of the earth in which he is living without God. And all his plans had been all about himself on the earth may i say to you a child of god it is good there is nothing wrong for you to be rich but let me tell you something for you to be 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 ignorant or to know the purposes of god for which you are in this life it's i'm sorry to say you will be declared with the word f god his desire for every saint is that that individual will begin to ask himself, like the man was talking to himself. You know, the chief people have a song. Many years ago, these days, they don't sing it, but they say, What will I do to bear fruits? You know, if you are young, you don't know it. 
Uh, people know it. We don't sing it anymore. Now, when God said to him, fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then those things will be, I mean, that you have provided, who, who, who is going to be a beneficiary? What I want to bring your attention to is that thank God for your life. I pray that he will bless you. But I want you to begin to think very deep. What is my use for God in this life? Hallelujah. And out of it, we had this very strong message coming in the verse number 20, with 21, which I would like for you to now read it for me. One, two. When I read that scripture, and as the Holy Spirit graciously gave me understanding for it to lift, lift up from the leafless into my heart, I realized that you cannot pass through this life only being mindful of earthly stuff. Praise the Lord. So is he. Sapepepe. Ena wohoma ubiara uwiasi. Na ojinioma bono hoso. Without God. Hallelujah. Brethren. In this life that we are. Can I tell you. You are in this life. But you can make investment in heaven. You are in this life. A bank account can be open in heaven for you. And a lot can be going through. The time we have is so small for me to bring you practical things by the word of God. But may I say to you. Anytime God blesses you with wealth. And you become compassionate. You become compassionate towards those people who are poor. People that when you give, they cannot give back to you. You are storing up something in heaven. The reason why God declared this man that he is a fool is because that man never thought that I have so much now. What I now need is that I must even give to those evangelists who are preaching the gospel. Let me support them. That's why he was declared as a fool. He was not declared as a fool because he has made money. He was declared as a fool because he never thought of eternal life and what he can do to invest. Praise the Lord. And so, if you are not mindful... Of how you can also contribute. I want to beg you. Don't leave one-sided. A false balance is an abomination to the Lord. Hallelujah. And Jesus, because of that. You see, Jesus was the one who was speaking here. Because of that he said, so is he. Now when he says so is he. Meaning that any one of us, it cuts across from the time he spoke it until now. Any one of us who says, I'm a child of God, I'm a saint, I'm a believer, who is not a contributor in the things of God, you are declared you are not rich. So we are learning how to be rich 
towards God. Matthew chapter 6. Let's quickly go to Matthew chapter 6. Is that verse 19? Let me be sure. Okay. Would you like to read a scripture to me? Teacher, you have it. You can do a reading or we can just, just, just. Verse 19. To 21, please. To 21. Do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth, mm. where moth and rust destroy, mm. and where thieves break in and steal. Mm. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, mm. where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and mm. steal. Mm. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Amen. Amen. Jesus couldn't be very clear. Have you seen? Now, let me just say something. When, when was the Lord speaking to this? And who were the people he was talking to? Jesus, at this time, was talking to only his disciples that he was on the mountains with them. Praise the Lord. Now, he was speaking to them that they will become knowledgeable so that they will live not only for themselves, but they will live for the kingdom of God for which they have been called. And if Jesus was speaking to his disciples, honestly, he did not speak to them to go and preach it. Did you hear me? He didn't say, I am telling you so that you will go and preach it. He spoke to them that it will be part of their lives. Shout a big amen. It is only when you have understood something for your life that you are walking in it that is better for you to preach it. When you yourself, you are very practical, hands-on in the matter. When you carry it, then you are a wise man. So when Jesus was speaking to them, when he says that for number 19, the Bible says that do not, how emphatic he was. Do not, only in this life, lay up treasures for yourselves in this life. Where, of course, do you know that the COVID has crushed a lot of wealth? Hello? <laughs> Did you hear me? The COVID has crushed a lot. Businesses had been in danger. And I remember businesses that were thriving within the shortest possible time. So if I hear Jesus say that in this life it can easily be destroyed and thieves can break in, I believe him. Because he predicted before we got here. But interestingly, Jesus is saying to us this morning, in the verse number 20, when he said, But lay up treasures for yourselves in heaven. For yourselves in heaven. Brother, if I can be honest with you, if I can be honest with you, what have you contributed towards heaven? Yesterday, we were privileged to go out there and do some preaching, which I still will urge everyone to try to be a part of it. And as usual, 
when you, I remember my first soul when I got to this person and we were talking and he could rattle to me, are you a Christian? Yes, I'm a Christian. What makes you think you're a Christian? Yes, I believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And I mean, he could say it and he could, it was fantastic. As I paused a bit and then I finally threw in and I said, can we be honest this afternoon? If Jesus were to come right now that we are standing with you, do you think you will make it to heaven? When I chopped that one down there, he was very honest. He said, the truth is that I will make it. Then I asked him another question. And I said, if you will not make it, why is it that you have not paid attention to the reason that I won't make it so you can correct it? And may I say to you, this is why many of us are. We have refused to do a thinking for ourselves. But I pray that by the word of the Lord, you will start doing a thinking for yourself. Amen. You know, the enemy always lies for us to push away important things. You see, this rich man, one of the things that he did that was fantastic was that he kept constantly saying things within himself. I pray that chains of God will rise up and begin to say things within ourselves. I'm going to do this. Let me tell you something. To be rich towards God, you need to be very deliberate about it. It is not accidental. It's not something that is like, okay, when it comes I will do. You deliberately decide that I'm going to do this. You see, when you bless people who cannot bless you back, you are deliberate about it. Normally, people would like to do things for people that they can get it back. Correct? Oh, you are not minding me. That's the normal thing. But when you do things for people who cannot pay back, you have a reward coming up in heaven. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So a child of God, the Lord is raising an alarm that you seem to have been very mindful only about your life here, but have not decided to do something about the eternal life to come. And I beg you, this life must be fulfilled. It has to. It has to. So when he went further, he said, But lay up treasures for yourself in heaven. When it goes into the record of heaven, no one can remove it. When it goes into the record of heaven, it will be there for you until you appear there. Oh, may you, may your heart tend to start thinking eternally in the name of Jesus. Then he said in the last verse, and I can be honest with you about that, judge it for yourself. The truth is that whatever that has captured your heart, or in other ways, whatever that is your treasure, will capture your heart. Whatever that is your treasure in this life, will capture your heart. It's about time you started sitting and meditating about it so that you will not allow anything else to capture your heart than God. Amen. Amen. Now I want to show you how you can be rich towards God. Colossians chapter 3 verse 16 and 17. Colossians three sixteen and 17. I pray that you'll be very mindful of this matter. How you can be rich Teacher, can you read a scripture for us, please? Let 
the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Colossians 3:16. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Amen. Amen. Shall we say amen to the scripture? So shall it be. Amen. In the verse number 16, something I want you to take note of. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. The second line says that teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Hold it for a second. You see, for you to be rich, one way to be rich towards God is that you have to be a digger of the Word of God. Spend time on the Word of God until you have become very rich in it. Praise the Lord. Now, you can only offer to help people when you yourself, you are rich in the matter. It is only at that time that you'll be able to affect people. So many of us have been in the faith for many years. But we have not been able to capture. People don't like to come and listen to you. And what I mean by it is that don't say things because, okay, me too, I can preach. Don't say just because you can preach. Let me tell us, brethren, Jesus doesn't want his word to fall to the ground. Whatever you will say, the scripture says that we, a man must speak like an oracle of God. Whatever you speak must be an answer for somebody. Hallelujah. And therefore, be very hungry to get to the point in your life when you speak, something should happen to your hearer. That's why he said, let the word of God dwell in you richly. Then you will teach it. You will admonish others. You will show them. And so if after many years, all I can do is to come to church and I cannot be useful in the hands of the Lord by telling somebody that will even turn him from repenting, something is not correct with my life. Therefore, be hungry and get to the point where you can be a blessing. Brother, sister, sit here. Let's talk about this. That you will speak and the individual will repent. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? May the Lord bless you. And cause you to see what I'm talking about. Proverbs chapter 13. No, I didn't finish with this. Verse 17. Let me tell you something. You see, the Bible says that whatever you do, you, you see the conjunction there. And this verse is not an isolation to the first one. So when you say, whatever you do, do it indeed, in word and in deed. Do all things in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. What the scripture is saying is that, be very rich in the word of God, so that in your presentation of it, you are also presenting it by your life and by the things you say. You can't tell anybody what to do when you yourself, you do otherwise. You are deceiving your own self. That should be a challenge for all of us who are here today. 
so that we will come to the point when we would be decisive that I want to be rich towards God. Amen. Now let me quickly take you to a very nice scripture that God just opened something on it for me to see. Sometimes you read the scriptures and you, you know, Proverbs chapter 13 verse 7. I was so glad when I read the scripture. Can we all read the scripture please? One, two. There is one who makes rich. Am I the only one? Okay, you do it. One, two. There is one who makes himself rich, yet has nothing. And one who makes himself poor, yet has great riches. (laughs) It is too powerful. It's too powerful. This scripture is, is, is declaring the two lives. If I call it the two life, maybe for explanation's sake. Your life in the natural, that is doing very well, but you are poor before God. And your life in the spirit, that is doing very well, and probably naturally you are not doing very well. That's what it means. Can you put it in an NLT so we can see an interesting thing there? Would you like to read it in, the, in an NLT translation for us? One, two. <laughs> you know, the man we read from Luke chapter 12 pretended to be a rich man, but he was poor before God. Hallelujah. And let me tell us, this life, I beg you from today, understand that it's a life that has two outlets, the natural and the spiritual. You can, you can be rich in the natural, which is okay. May the Lord bless many people to be rich. You can also be rich in the spirit. And I pray that we will rise up and make sure that all these two are working. Hallelujah. So that we will not come to this point pretending to be rich. You know, one of the messages that God sent to the churches, which is a big problem in, in, in the church of Laodicea, did you notice something that God said? The word that God gave to the church of this year, He said that you say you are rich. Of course, those people had faith. So their faith had yielded good things for them. But God said that you are poor and miserable. That's what he said to them. In Revelation chapter 3, from verse number 14 there, you will see, he said, you say you are rich, but you are poor. So, dear brother... Today, God brought you to church that you will now become so mindful and allow God to open doors for you when you will accumulate it and disperse it from inside of you for others also to benefit from you. Hallelujah. That's why he says so. Thank you, Nana. For you say, I am rich. I have many things I want. I do not need anything. You do not realize that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. When you compare this scripture in Proverbs 13, 17, is there any difference? So from this morning, I pray that you'll be so mindful to also contribute to their spiritual life. Amen. Let me just say something briefly and we'll stand to pray. Do you know that 
Thank you. Do you know that, maybe you can now put it back in NKJV. Do you know that sometimes in the attempt of being rich spiritually, you will lose some things naturally? If you don't know, may I announce it to you? I beg you. Sometimes you will lose a big time. And that is what many believers do not want to do. I no wonder the Lord, when He was speaking to them in, 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 in Revelations, where we, 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 we just read, He said that, I pray that you were hot, or you were hot, or you were cold. But in the middle there, and do you know that now many believers prefer not to be declared unbelievers? They also prefer that you, you cannot go all deep into it. So when the Lord, I was having interaction with the Lord, one of the things he taught to me, my own life, is that, Dennis, let me tell you, many of my sons in this generation, they are lukewarm people. Because they don't want to go this side, they also don't want to be seen at this side. But I hate that. I prefer that they were at this side or that side. Hallelujah. And so this morning, or this afternoon as we are coming to pray, I want you to take notice of this carefully. So that you will now decide that I am going to make investment. Listen, people who support missions, it is good. You are working. You cannot go with the people who are preaching. But let me tell you something. You will get equal support as you support those who are taking the message to the field. Hallelujah. As you see the poor, and you know that when I give to them, they cannot give you back. As you do it, you are making a great investment. Anything that you see in life, that you are able to do it and don't get the glory back. Today, many believers, if they have to do something, let me tell you something. <laughs> it's not an easy thing. Sometimes, even as a minister, you can only think about your little congregation and your little environment to thinking that is the only place you should make investment. The field of Jesus Christ is bigger. Of course, you live here, you have to contribute. But let me tell you, Open up your heart so that you will be rich towards God in the years to come. Amen. And like I said to you, as I come to a close, I want to give you this last thing. Sometimes, in the attempt to become rich in the spirit, you will lose some serious things. And that can be found in Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 24 to 26 or 26. Let's see, 24. Teacher, would you want to read that for us, please? Up to 26. Hebrews eleven twenty four to 26. By faith Moses, when he became of age, mm. refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, mm. choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God mm. than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, mm. esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, mm. for he looked to the reward. Amen. Amen. May I do that in NLT as I come to a close? It was by faith that Moses, when he grew up, and I pray that you will grow up. You see, time will not allow us to explain that word when he grew up. 
But may I say that when you grow up in the faith, you will decide certain things. Hallelujah. Certain things that will let you become profitable. So by faith, when he grew up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. What does that mean? By faith, when he became matured, he refused to be identified with the system of the world that will make him rich. That's what it means. And then he chose to share the oppressions of God's people. He decided to rather go through the afflictions that the people of God were going through instead of enjoying the fleeting pleasure of sin. If you want to be rich towards God, you will not be associated with anything that will not be profitable to the kingdom of God. And yet the world has hailed it and the world has esteemed it. You will not. You will be very decisive. You will say that even though it will give me this, but I refuse it because I really, really want to please God. And I want to be rich towards God. Amen. And then the Bible says, he thought it was better. May you start thinking that anything that you do for the kingdom of God and your commitment is better than anything else. The Bible says that he thought it was better to suffer for the sake of Christ than to own the, the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking ahead. Ah, oh my God. Maybe we are going to pray and say, Lord, let my eyes begin to see ahead. He was looking ahead of his great reward. You know... In conclusion, may I say, today many believers don't look ahead. Today many believers are short-sighted. Everything around us has to do with what I can get now. If I cannot, what will I get? I go out there and preach the gospel. gospel. No, 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 let me have my comfort. Go out there and do this, do that. Let me, let me tell you. You are too short-sighted. Can we ask God? I like this. He was looking ahead. Probably you have been looking ahead, but you don't see anything. And so we're going to ask the Lord to open your eyes that you may see something. Praise the Lord. In this prayer, can you stand please for two minutes? Koboshanda Sataka. Would you pray to God? When we hear the word of God and we act to it, it helps. May you pray to the Lord and ask him, Lord, I have not, I know, and I know that the Holy Spirit will help you. If you are not rich towards God, you should know yourself. I want to say to the Lord, help me out. Lord, I have only thought about my life. And I have not considered that indeed I am here also to build the kingdom of God by making investments. Now I want to be rich towards you. Would you please open your heart and talk to the Lord sincerely? Oh Lord. When you spoke in Revelation, when you say that they are poor and blind and miserable. I pray, Lord, O oh God, having drawn us by your word this afternoon, cut our hearts, or still mourning, cut our hearts, Lord, 
We pray in the name of Jesus. All the things that seem to have covered our desires to make us reach towards you, Lord. Jesus, redeem. Jesus, save. Jesus, break all the holes, my Lord. Release us and, and cause our eyes to see. We employ from you. And I'll solve an ointment that will let our eyes see. This afternoon, I pray, my God, for me. I pray that I will not be blind. I pray that I will not be... I refuse, dear Father, to be miserable and poor before you. Therefore, open the eyes of my understanding to be enlightened in the knowledge of your will. I pray for your sons and daughters, Lord, so we can become useful, Lord. I know that, Lord, it, it takes only you to bring such understanding. Give us wisdom. Give us wisdom. Give us wisdom. For with wisdom we will be able to, oh God, see our way through. Would you pray? Pray, pray. I'm not saying shout, but I want to see you pray. It will help. Talk to the Lord for a few more minutes. We are not late. We are within the time. Kandolobo sheketeke diridaburi hindei. Lumbala kashigingi si kantonda gozondori. Lembrengi sinki matunsu dondorobo dobun kukurkala. Kadengasi atolima mankolini brekensinke. Lord, direct my heart, O God, that I will avoid, I will avoid, Lord. Yeah, false balance, Lord. For that rich man had a false balance. He tilted to the other side, not to the other side only. Also, Lord, help all of us sitting here today who have heard your word, my God, that we may not make such expensive, uh, expensive mistakes. Therefore, Lord, by your word, cause us to be alert, cause us to receive, cause us to be made whole by the word of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, we bless you heavily, Father. Thank you for teaching us how we can be rich towards you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.